Welcome to Mile 13. My name is Kim. Woo! I'm Jackie. I'm Casper. So welcome to our podcast. This is uh, your new home for all things historical, paranormal, fun, etc. And spooky. And spooky. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like paranormal covers that. Yeah. But so the, the goal of our podcast is uh, to sort of take you on a road trip of sorts. Mm-hmm. And uh, introduce you to some some of our beautiful cities in the great United States of America. So each week we'll be focusing on a different city. Um, some weeks we'll be focusing on a city for multiple weeks, as in the case with our first few episodes. Uh, but before we delve into uh, the the beautiful city of Savannah, which we'll we'll come back to. I have some things to say about <laughs> Georgia. We have we, a few things to say. <laughs> we thought you might like to know a little bit about us. So, yeah. uh, so uh, uh, I drew the short straw. <laughs> My name is Kim. Hi. I am the uh, hi Kim, the elder statesman of the group. At the ripe old age of thirty-seven, not not yet. By the time you hear this, I'll be thirty-seven. I'm two days away from thirty-seven. So if you make it, if Happy I make early it, birthday. Thanks. So uh, don't die. Let me clarify that if I make it thing. Ever since I was a, a child, I have had this annoying little certainty in the back of my brain that I was going to die in a car crash when I was 36. So as of this moment, it's what, May 16th? Yep. Yeah. My birthday is on May 19th. I'll be turning 37 on that day. And no sure. On on that day, Jackie and I and our respective husbands will be driving six hours to Nashville in a car, and I oh technically boy. will not be turning 37 until like 1030 at night. So, theoretically. So, we're driving separately. <laughs> yeah. I And I've never really felt strongly whether somebody, like, the if there was a passenger in the car with me, if they were going to die. I, I don't think so. I think it's just me. But anyway, so that's me. Well, oh, I have uh, grandkids, six of them. Uh, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> There's f- uh, five girls and one little boy, and I have two dogs named Jack, who runs all the time, and Rupert, who is the greatest dog in the history of the world, and two cats, Polly and Bee, who are trained killers and live outside. You'll hear me talk about Rupert a lot. A lot. He's the, the best boy. On the show. He's so good. You'll probably hear him, too. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. you'll just hear. <sighs> and that's Rupert laying down. That's Rupert. Yep. All right. It's a long way to the ground. For him, you, apparently. For him, yeah. You gotta, mm. gotta just humph when you I get know, down. His belly kind of hangs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just his tired old bones. <laughs> Jackie, who are you? Okay. Well, I'm Jackie. Um, I think the best way to describe me is, have you ever seen any Starbucks commercial ever for maybe like five, ten years ago. That's pretty much Starbucks me. used to have commercials? Yeah, oh. I don't think I've ever seen a Starbucks commercial. Okay, no, like an ad <laughs> with the girl that's just like the white blonde girls going like, eh, coffee. Oh, okay. Pumpkin I got spice. Think of pumpkin spice, and that's pretty true to who I am. Okay. Yeah. And then I have two cats, Thor and Theodore. Why are you giving me that look? Because I... I, you are, you don't have the white entitlement that comes along with You're not Starbucks. a basic Starbucks. Bitch. Yeah, you're not, you're not, ba- no, Aww. you are, 
So Jackie is trying to get a job and I had um, a reference check with somebody earlier today and I actually uh, honest on can honestly say I've never heard Jackie say anything mean about anybody ever ever not even once true very true it's because it's always about you <laughs> oh damn I'm just kidding I'm I take that back Jackie <laughs> called me an ass cactus earlier I heard her say something mean for the first time and it was about me all right that then. is true okay I will own I up mean to, that. to be fair ass cactus is a pretty good pretty good insult I used it first and she threw it back at me I said I'm not an ass cactus and she said yeah you are <laughs> yep I just so you are shadows basic white girl <laughs> damn we're feisty today all right we're feeling good everything's we're feeling working good. We're feeling feisty <laughs> it only <laughs> took us 45 minutes today hey that's our new record <laughs> no it really is the two hours that it normally takes <laughs> yeah that ends with us ah just forget it Screw just uh then. just so the listeners know um we are not very professional or good at this yet so where there's gonna be some bumps in the road bear with us for the short time being until we actually get our bearings i promise we'll get better we'll get there mm, i can't guarantee i i i have faith in us i have faith in you you jackie oh, everyone's Cr- being so nice to me well, except for when we called you an ass yeah, cactus. fluffy blonde ass cactus. <laughs> All right, Casper, what do you got? Um, so my name's Casper. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I live in Chicago. I am the baby of the group. I'm 23. Um, I'm, let's see, I'm a graphic designer, and I work at a haunted house. And I have one cat. Her name's Artemis, and she is a bitch, and I love her so much, um, as usual cats are. What else about me? Um, yeah, I'll be covering most of the like ghosts and spiritual and paranormal stuff, um, and that's because I've had paranormal ex- like uh, experiments, not experiments, um, experiences. There we go. That's the <laughs> word I'm looking for. Uh, you might have had events. some experiments performed on you by <laughs> ghosts in the past. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've had lots of spiritual events throughout my life. Um, at some point, I'll cover them all. Uh, but basically, my first experience was when I was six, and it was a uh, episode of sleep paralysis. And so, ever oh. since then, I've just been like really obsessed with ghosts and all the all the spiritual world. So I'll be mostly covering them. Sleep paralysis is terrifying. Have you ever experienced it? I have not, but I I have a, f- a friend who seriously thought that she was possessed. Um, and her doctor diagnosed her with sleep paralysis. She said that is what it, it feels like you are possessed. It feels Mm -hmm. like you, something has taken over your body. If you, Casper, have you ever seen the movie, the nightmare? No. On Netflix? No. I, I think it's called the nightmare. Um, there is a, a documentary about sleep paralysis. It's on Netflix. I believe it's called the nightmare. It is fascinating and horrifying the people who experience sleep paralysis without ever having ever meeting each other they describe the exact same things like people that live in like shadow figures yes yeah there's never characters that show up it's terrifying Mm -hmm. i'm i was too young to like 
actually recognize it was sleep paralysis at the time, and I only vaguely remember it. So I can't actually say if I it was one of those characters that I saw, mm-hmm. but something definitely did happen. It was my only episode with sleep paralysis. It's never happened again. That's um, a blessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, my yeah. So the closest thing I've ever had to waking up being scared by something and thinking it was a way bigger deal than it was was actually yesterday I was laying in bed and I woke up and I saw these two eyes just like real close and it was Theodore my cat (laughs) and but like I just saw the like reflective eyes and we're staring at each other and then I jump and because I jump I scare him and I don't really know what's going on yet and then this like fat chunky form just like runs out of the room oh man totally the same thing totally exactly the same same. Uh uh-huh yep it it was scary i've never been scared with anything regarding sleep that is my safe place i love sleep and all things sleep associated well Uh demons also haunt my dreams so sleep's not that safe for me so See, and I don't dream very often. I drool a lot when I sleep. I don't know if that's scary, but... <laughs> it's only scary to Steve. <laughs> Sometimes Rupert wakes me up in the middle of the night to go pee. <laughs> Other than that, that's, that's, about, that's about it. I got nothing there. All right, so moving on. Um, yeah, so basically, I think, at least for me, I can't speak for you two, but for me, I know that like one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was because, again, I've loved ghosts and horror forever, Um, But the most frustrating thing is when you hear this like really, really good ghost story and there's nothing to do about it. The building's been torn down and there's like absolutely no way that you could interact with this. And so I know that like one of the reasons I'm doing this and I think we are doing this is to cover places that you can actually see and go to and do things um, to Mm -hmm. be more of a road trip and have it be much more interactive. Absolutely. Yeah, because I always go to cities and I'm like, okay, what are the top? three spooky things and it's just like the google search engine the first things that come up and i think it'd be a fun concept to just have in one like grouping oh like have we said what we're doing today i i uh, mentioned vaguely. It briefly okay so we're talking about uh savannah georgia savannah so, woo so if we did go what are some places you can visit and you can go into the city knowing at least a little bit of the history of the background going into it on your little adventure which uh is uh my part of everything I love history um I, I don't know I'm not a historian by any stretch of the imagination and I will probably say this a lot um but if I am wrong please 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 call me out on it uh send us an email mile 13 show at gmail.com um that's my one three m-i-l-e one three show at if gmail.com. i'm wrong about any information don't tell me i don't want to know i just want to be blind and just assume i'm right about everything if if i am wrong though be nice because i have a i have a delicate soul yeah i can't take any criticism so just we're just riddled with anxiety yes I mean, I am too, but I'm a little tougher. I'm on medication. That email actually doesn't exist. It's just a. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Apparently, I'm going to correct us. Send it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complaints. This is our email. No, I promise we're reading them. (laughs) (laughs) So we're starting with Savannah, uh, and I. 
I would like to put out a disclaimer and probably lose the listeners that we don't have already. <laughs> I don't like Georgia. I love Georgia so much. It hurts. I, I'm indifferent. I there are reasons that I don't like Georgia, and and I realize hashtag not all Georgians, but I have known two people from Georgia who, who have been um pretty significant people in my life at various at different points in time. I hated both of them. They they were both ended up being terrible people. Um, we have family that lives in Florida, and to me, Georgia is just the state that you get through to get to Florida, and it takes <laughs> forever. And Atlanta is always a cluster. So I'm not a big Georgia fan. Oh, I love Savannah, Tybee Island, and those are the only two places I've gone to. But I really like peaches. <laughs> So, I know very little about Savannah, and I am not one to make a... You're going to learn. It is the prettiest city I've ever been to. I'm not one to make a judgment based off of lack of knowledge, so... um, (laughs) That's good. I will save my judgment for the end of our three-week span episodes of of Savannah, so... I, I also kind of feel like just Southerners in general, I you... You will come to learn that I, uh, oh, there goes my notes. You will come to learn that I, I don't sugarcoat things very often. I am kind of blunt. She's very mean. I am. And I don't mean to be like, that's it's just, okay. we love you just, for it. That's just how I am. Uh, I actually have been known to, I did, we did this just the other night. I apologized to the waitress because I thought that I was being rude and Jackie and Steve, were you the one that was with me? I think you were. I don't remember. Somebody was with me and Steve, who's my husband, and I. They actually had to be like, no, no, no. I th- oh, it was my friend Lizzie. Um, sorry, I got my friends confused. She. You I just thought have that so I was many being, of them. I, like <laughs> five, yeah. Uh, I thought that I was being rude to the waitress, and she's like, no, I don't. I don't think you were being rude, but some people that don't know me might have taken it as rude. I feel like Southerners, especially Southern women are always nice, but you don't know if they're being really nice or if they're being fake nice. And I don't like fake nice people. I want to know where I stand with you. Because it's like if you, when people say, like, oh, bless your heart, it means, yeah. like, you're, an, you're a fucking idiot, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like that. I want to know where I stand with you because it doesn't do either of us any good. If you don't like me, I don't want to be around you like I don't want to make you unhappy with my presence so just tell me that you don't like me you don't want me hanging around and I'll go away it's fine so what happens if we get like we do really well at this podcast and five years down the road we do shows and then we have to do a show in Georgia and you get booed off the stage and pelted with peaches then you get pelted by peaches (laughs) My question to you then is, are they fresh peaches or rotten peaches? Probably rotten. Probably rotten. Because I would sit there, if they were fresh with my mouth open, just like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if I but, get pelted with peaches, then. I'm, but peaches are going to hurt. Rotten peaches wouldn't as much. The, the pit. The pit yeah. would hurt. That's like a natural knife. The little like sharp point. I can move fast if I have to. We'll just put it that way. Peach ninja. Rupert is your bodyguard. Although I would encourage the fine people of Georgia to, instead of throwing rotten peaches at me, try to change my mind about your great state. Bettering the world. 
<laughs> one peach at a time. Oh my gosh. I I, I actually I was uh I'm I was very Savannah, I will say I've never been to Savannah, so I'm interested to hear Jackie what you um think of the city after we get done with everything, all of the there there's kind of some nasty history going on in Savannah. Um I will say that when I first started researching I was like, you know what? Savannah might be the one that, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe, uh, mm, no. Yeah. Nah. Um, Savannah does have um, a lot of really cool points in their history. Uh, my research comes from a, a text, a book called The Hidden History of Savannah, written by two folks from Savannah, husband and wife team by the name of Brenna and T.C. Michaels. It's a really well-written book. Um, especially if you, if you are not much of a reader or if you are looking to go to Savannah, uh, for just like a road trip kind of a thing, the way that hidden history is laid out is very, um, kind of user-friendly. Like it's little nuggets of stories and information. Um, so Weird, it's very, almost like our podcast. Uh, strangely <laughs> enough. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm happy to plug this book. Hidden History of Savannah, Brenna and T.C. Michaels. Savannah is credited as being America's first planned city. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I was not aware of that. It was founded in 1733 by a guy named James Oglethorpe. And that's, a, that's a name. Uh, I believe that Oglethorpe is one of the main streets in Savannah now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oglethorpe. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, James Oglethorpe on the surface sounds like uh, he sounds like a stand up guy. He was from England. He left England uh, intending to help people who had been sentenced to debtor's prison. Now, um, I don't know if all of our listeners know what a debtor's prison is, but it's basically uh, a really awful way of just ending up in prison for the rest of your life. You get thrown in. Yeah. (laughs) You get thrown into debtor's prison if you obviously can't pay your debts. But where they get you is that you, first of all, don't have the money to pay your debts. But so you go to prison and then they charge you rent in prison. Oh, good. You have to pay for your own food. Is there any way to make money in the prison? Nope. You just have to kind of depend on your debt just accumulates forever. Exactly. And I thought my debt was bad. Once you pay off your debt, you can get out of prison. But... Unless somebody is willing to help you out and help you pay off your debt, you're just not going to ever pay off your debt. And the longer you're in that there, the more your debt is, yep. like, grows. That is awful. Yeah. So the less likely someone is to pay your debt. Exactly. You got to hope for a rich rich uncle from Nigeria to die or something. I'm still waiting on that. I know. That <laughs> still Prince, waiting on that rich uncle from Nigeria. Prince messages on, me man. all the time, but... My husband's heritage is, um, he's half Nigerian, so that could be a thing. (laughs) Rich uncle. So Cross my fingers. He, so one of James Oglethorpe's friends was thrown into debtor's prison. Uh, and he, the idea was, how about if we set up a colony in, in America, in the new world, it wasn't America then, it was the new world. Uh, we set up a colony in the new world, uh, instead of sending all of these um, people to debtor's prison, we send them over to the colony and they can then basically start over. You know, they have to leave the life that they knew behind, which is kind of a punishment, but they can, they have a chance to start their lives over again. Um, 
and that's where Savannah came from. So, uh, best of intentions. Yeah. Uh, when we started he, off well. Well, yeah. So far, this is a good <laughs> story. Um, James Oglethorpe was, by all accounts, he was a good guy. He made friends with a local uh, Native American chief named Tomo Chichi. Um, he had left his tribe after um, some local Native American wars and started his own tribe. So wow, industrial. Cool. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> all these guys were kind of like born friends. Like, oh, I don't like the way things are running in England, so I'm gonna come over here. And then Tomo Chichi was going, oh, I don't like the way y'all are doing stuff, so I'm gonna start my own tribe. <laughs> he was a really good diplomat. Um, so things in Savannah started off really well. Oglethorpe, though, was he was pretty conservative. Sure. He he had four main rules. Okay. And they're interesting. Okay. Rule number one, no lawyers. I like it. Okay. <laughs> you won't like the other one. Oh. Oh, you'll like this one. You'll like one of them. Rule number two, you won't like this one. No hard liquor. Boo. Oh. Rule number three, no Roman Catholics. Okay. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, Protestants I only. I mean, I can boo wasn't, not having freedom of religion. Wasn't the whole point to, like, get away from religious oppression? Well, this is in 1733. Eh. So. Their version I, of oppression I mean, is we don't. Exactly. Do. Yeah. Okay. So You won't get uh, stoned. <laughs> Yeah. So no lawyers, no hard liquor, no Roman Catholics, and no slaves. Okay. Woo. Well, but good. asterisk. Oh no. Indentured f- servants were fine. There's a footnote. <laughs> oh. So basically So slaves, but we won't call them slaves. Well, I mean indentured servants you got were paid. you were paid, but you you were not paid enough to really, I don't think, live on your own. Like, you were... Ex- yeah, because didn't you... You worked for food and a living and then, like, a little bit... Yeah. ...of extra money. Like, pocket money. Yeah, they, basically. like, paid for your, like, room and board, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, And I would venture to say that uh, indentured servants were treated better than what we imagine slaves to be treated. Like field hand slaves mm-hmm. as opposed to like house slaves, which I have always been taught. And again, correct me if I'm wrong. House slaves generally were treated better than field slaves. Um, and I, I'm probably, I'm probably getting my history wrong here. But as far it's as cool, it's just with slavery, I know, right? <laughs> no pressure. It'll, it'll go no over pressure. well if you get no, it wrong. No pressure, right? <laughs> I, no one will jump at that at all. I know, right? If I am wrong, please, please, please correct me on this. But I was always kind of led to believe that the um, like house slaves were generally more like mulatto slaves, light skinned that had some white parentage somewhere in there, whereas field slaves were um, African Africans like that had come over from Africa Mm -hmm. or from the islands or from, or were of pure African descent. Hmm. So I think that house slaves were probably treated a little bit better because they had a physical difference. Do you know what I mean? Like they had Mm -hmm. a little bit of whiteness in them. So they looked different racism. 
exactly. (laughs) (sighs) I didn't mean to get into like scary territory already, but I don't think we can avoid it. I know. I mean, it, 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 it's only going to get worse next episode. Like we're barely touching the slavery thing right now. We're 10 minutes into Savannah's history. There's no slaves in my story. So it's, it's, it's only going to get worse (laughs) on the historical front. Um, so, and you know, in spite of the fact that you were not allowed to have Roman Catholics, um, Savannah was actually fairly diverse at first. Hmm. Um, there were, uh, people from Scotland that came over, uh, and that was an interesting, um, bit of information that I read there. There were Scottish Highlanders and Scottish Lowlanders. And based on where you were from in Scotland, like the Highlanders were what, like they were the quote unquote good Scots and the lowlanders oh, were the no. quote unquote bad Scots like the drinking and whoring Scots good so, so like Gotta our crowd drinking and whoring <laughs> Scots. so and the My highlanders brethren. yeah the highbrow and the lowbrow mm. um the Jews were allowed uh wow. in uh not long after um Savannah's existing doctor had died single um, doctor uh, yeah, I believe so. There was like one doctor and I mean, remember this is at the founding beginning of Savannah. So there wasn't sure, a lot. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so there was a, uh, group of Jews from Portugal that arrived. Um, and a gentleman by the name of Samuel Nune, I believe it's Nunez. I may be mispronouncing the, the last name, but sounds um, right to me arrived from Portugal not long after their doctor in Savannah had died, which was super handy because he was a really good doctor. Yeah. So he just happened to show up right place, right time. Um, and he actually ended up founding their first synagogue, which you can still visit today. Wow. I am not going, I am, I am not Hebrew and I M I C K V E Mikveh. I'm going to think. Israel Synagogue, sure. M-I-C-K-V-E, Israel Synagogue, uh, still standing. Beautiful, beautiful building. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you can visit it today. Um, so we had Scots, we had Jews, we had uh, Portuguese. Um, we didn't have slaves. We didn't have slaves, just <laughs> indentured servants. Just indentured servants. <laughs> Speaking of which. And a shit ton of white people. <laughs> There was a ship from Ireland that was headed north full of indentured servants. Hmm. It crashed in Savannah. Oh, oh no. Guess what our our lovely founding father did? He bought bought everybody off the ship. Okay. Wait, like in a good way? Like go free or you're all my... Uh, I, I think that he, um, they, they ended up going to, they ended up being dock workers. So, so pretty much like bought their freedom Okay. at the cost of what would be, um, he bought them all for five pounds each, which, uh, I did some research. The, that's the equivalent of $51,800 today for all of them. Mm -hmm. Wow. For each person. Uh, or, or in total. I think that's in total. Oh, okay. That'd be a lot for me. I don't they, think that's how that would work. No, no, no. No, yeah, that's like, no. Oh. Yeah. Like, so 51 that spent oh, almost $52,000 in today's wow. money to basically free these people. Uh, they ended up, the Irish ended up working 
Um, you can go to visit a place called Factors Walk, uh, which is right along the river. They work to the docks um, for apparently not a lot of money. Uh, but uh, so that was beginning of Savannah. You had people from all over the place. Um, but then in the late 1730s, Savannah kind of started to dwindle a little bit. Everybody wanted to head north to Charleston. Enter a man by the name of William Stevens. William Stevens. Yeah, it's a nice He's southern a name. Goddamn good American. Stevens. Yeah. Uh, he came over from England to settle some disputes about land and whatnot. Um, in addition to Oglethorpe's four basic rules, he didn't really agree with women owning land. Uh, so you had widows who had no sons and um, people trying to take their their husband's land because it wasn't their land because Oglethorpe didn't necessarily believe that they had any right to it. Because, you know, women can't actually, you know, we don't have the brain capacity to own land. <laughs> no, in the 1730s, we were idiots. No, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Stevens didn't care. He was like, whatever. Way to go, Stevens. You do you, bruh. The first real feminism. Right? Feminist. (laughs) You can own some land if you want. Feminism. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to, I suppose you could own some land. Hashtag feminism. (laughs) Ladies, let me just say, owning land is not all it's cut out to be. Because when you own land, you have to take care of it. Mm. And I will just say, from personal experience... I don't understand how I can manage to kill all of these plants <laughs> that I try to grow and yet have weeds covering all of my land. I just want a house so bad. It's okay. I uh, killed a succulent. You're not supposed to kill those suckers. Whoa. How did you do that? Well, we had two and one I overwatered and one I underwatered. I gave them the same amount of water. One died because it got too dry and oh. the other one drowned. I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> that actually wow. takes talent. Right? I'm not going to lie. That's impressive. I am in awe. In the opposite way by giving them the same amount of care. <laughs> were they the same kind of succulent? No, they were different. Oh. See, I don't know my succulents. Neither do I, I, I clearly. Ha- I have one. <laughs> Interesting. I have one, too. Oh, wait. Do You get, You probably got it I got on Mother's from, Day. Yeah, but I gave it to my mom. But my friend Aww, at work. that was gave nice me. of you. I really wanted it. But Brandon was like, oh, I'll give one to my mom. And I had one in my hand and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then my mom just looked at it and she was like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> it's a succulent for you. For you. So, so uh, William Stevens didn't really care if women owned land or not. He and Oglethorpe went uh, at each other. For years. And finally, Oglethorpe had enough and he bailed. July 23rd, 1743, he hopped a ship back to England and was never seen in America again. Bye. Oh, shoot. Bye, Jimmy. Bye. Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> Have fun in England. <laughs> Bet they don't let woman own land over there. But the only problem is things went from bad to worse. Oglethorpe, Aww. no. Why did you leave us? <laughs> <laughs> Oglethorpe's absence ushered in a time of more British control. And so he left in 1743 
By 1755, the slave trade had started up, and by 1760, there was one slave for every two people, and the economy was booming. Holy crap. <laughs> yep. Oglethorpe, oh why did gosh. you leave us? By 1760, Savannah was referred to as Little London because there were so much money getting slung around that place because nobody had to pay for their for their indentured servants anymore because their indentured servants were now slaves. Uh, you, everybody just you spent... You pay for labor. Right? Hamilton. Everybody, <laughs> everybody was rich because they didn't have to pay anybody to do their work for them anymore. Wait, so I wonder if, had he not have left, what, like, if that would have changed anything. I don't think so. Like, just one person, but... I don't think so because I I think that when you have an entire country behind you, I think that England eventually would have worn him down and really just kind of taken over at some yeah. point anyway. That's true. So that brings us up to 1760, uh, and the revolution is coming. Um, it's Savannah, coming. Actu- Savannah actually played a pretty significant role in the revolution. So we're going to talk about the Revolutionary War next week. Uh, we'll talk. We're going to cover Revolutionary and Civil War next week. Woo! Fun, thanks. Yee. So, yeah, hold Instant on to your applause. hats, ladies and gents. It's it's going to get ugly. Hold <laughs> on to your rotten peaches cuz it's going right? to get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I'm by the time I'm done with you, Savannahites may be hating Savannah too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't hate fresh at the beginning and I now know. by the time yeah. we're, we're finished, they'll be yeah. rotten. They'll be rotten and just ready I, ready to chuck. I, I don't hate Savannah, I should say. Much like Casper, I try to withhold judgment. Um, Sounds like you didn't. Uh, I you opened with, hey, I hate hey, Georgia. I hate Georgia. <laughs> but I'm really open-minded, so it's cool. I So I I realize that I'm coming across as an asshole right now. No, you're fine. Just a cactus. I, you're, just yeah. a, you're just a cactus ass. Uh, no, uh, it's an ass cactus. That's an ass yeah. cactus, yeah. I don't like the Georgia in my brain. I'm sure that the Georgia in reality, hashtag not all Georgians, hashtag is not, not all Georgians. anything like the Georgia in my brain. Do I get credit at least for admitting that I realize that I'm being yeah. a yeah, jerk it. about it? See, yeah. in my mind, Georgia is the prettiest state I've ever been to. And Savannah is sunny with salty water and a lot of seafood. I am openly crazy. admitting my bias. I'm laying my soul bare for people to <laughs> throw pins and needles and barbs and eh. and send it to I our mean, email. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Mile thirteen uh, show. In my opinion, gmail. like Savannah's no worse than anywhere else in the states. Like all the states are horrible for their own way. Like the last yeah. like public lynching was in Indiana. So like, what does the North have to anything over the South? So. In my opinion, everywhere is horrible and awful, and all we can do is acknowledge what happens. Except Ohio, which is beautiful and wonderful. Oh, wait. Uh, Ohio. All right, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> Casper, what you got? All right, ghosts. So mm-hmm. um, we didn't talk about it at the beginning of the episode, but basically Savannah is so haunted that we can't cover it in a single episode. Um, so we're splitting it up. It A, has so much history that it would take an entire episode just to talk about all the history. So we're splitting the history in half. And then um, me and Jackie are each going to tell, like, two ghost stories or stories about random things. Um, yeah, I'll probably do more, like, crime, mm-hmm. the crime realm. Jackie is a uh, catch-all of the podcast. 
Jackie, we'll just cover something else interesting. It, we don't whatever know what it is. Heck I whatever want. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you got to sit here and listen to it. You've it got a brainchild. Yep. Yeah. My idea. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I am covering the most haunted building in Savannah, huh. supposedly. <sighs> so actually, in 2003, the American Institute of Paranormal Psychology named Savannah the most haunted city in America. Really? That's the reason for the three episodes. That oh, surprises me. I think I remember hearing that because I remember thinking New Orleans would have. You think? See? Or like Salem or something I like that. I would thought no. Gettysburg. Oh, Gettysburg yeah. is pretty intense. Gettysburg would have been the first one that came to my mm. mind. That is surprising to me. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure why. Because it's no, like, there's, like, you could argue that, like, a lot of different things happen, but all of your reasoning would be the same for other places. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure why it's just Savannah. I wonder if um, it's so old. Well, I will say. Maybe. Actually, yeah, one of there's a point to that. One of the headings in the history of Savannah, like one of the the like the chapter headings, was the city built on its dead. Yes. So, <laughs> but then again, other towns did that too. Like New Orleans. Like, yeah. Yeah. Lots of towns built that. over their graveyards. Sure. Um. But anyways, so the most haunted building in Savannah is the Moon River Brewery. Ooh. So yay Whoa. beer. Ah. That sounds... I feel like so, I've heard of that before. Suddenly, I'm liking Savannah more. <laughs> suddenly, you like Savannah more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in 1820, there was the Great Fire of Savannah, which burned down over 400 structures, which was nearly two-thirds of the city. <gasps> wow. Um, do you know... Uh-oh. Do you know uh, the Chicago Fire? Like, how did they... Yeah. How did they... I mean, comparatively speaking, size-wise, as far as devastation, Ooh. do you know? I didn't Google that. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. That's a because that's a lot did you, of city. Um, did you know that like the Chicago fire is such a thing in like obviously Chicago that like kids growing up have like songs that we sing about the Chicago <gasps> fire that are just like little campfire songs. Oh, that's so morbid. That's <laughs> fun. Mm-hmm. There's um, the main that. one is like um, one dark night. When we will all in bed, boom, 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 boom. Miss O'Leary took a lantern to the shed, and when the cow tipped it over, this is what she said. It's going to be a hot one in the old town tonight. Fire, fire, fire. That's so morbid. I'm, Children sing that. I missed out on so much growing up. <laughs> cornfields and cornfields and little <laughs> <of> cornfields. <laughs> oh, children of the corn. It's not quite the same. Okay, you ruined the corn song for me now. So. Yep. That's cool. I'm sorry. Young adult of the soybean. Better? Yes. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so uh, like two-thirds of Savannah was burned to the ground, basically. And so it was all these plots of land that were just open. Um, And so in in 1820, a couple by the uh, Elazer and Jane Early. Sorry, I had to make sure I said his name correctly. Mm -hmm. Elazer. Um bought the plots and started building what was going to become the city hotel. Um, So they bought it in 1820 and finished construction in 1821. So it only took a year to build the whole thing. Um, So it was the city hotel and post office. Some interesting things about it was that um, Savannah had this mass underground tunnel system um, that was used for various purposes, um, one of which was to hide dur- like out during yellow fever outbreaks because people thought it would be safer to be underground. It was not. Oh. It made it significantly worse. 
Yes. Um, yeah, that was not a good idea for people. Um, but one of the entrances to this tu- to these tunnels is actually in the basement of this hotel. Um, oh, that's it terrifying. is now currently walled off, but the like basement is actually like an entrance to this tunnel, and we'll get back to that tunnel. Do they talk? There's a there's a footnote. <gasps> My story involves a tunnel. Ooh, oh, they're the neighbors. Do they admit that? Do they admit that it's there? Like the current people? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so they don't yeah. try to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's actually so. In order to do some of my research, I get to do some really fun things like uh, watch other shows and podcasts cover the topics that I'm covering. And uh, it was covered, the Moon River Brewery is pretty popular, and so it was covered on various different things. Um, one of them was Ghost Adventures. Nice. <laughs> and I actually, uh, controversial opinion, uh, speaking of having controversial opinions, I don't actually like Ghost Adventures. I think it's cheesy and overdramatic, and it make, play, like gives a bad name to ghost hunters. I don't think so... I've ever seen it. Wait a minute. Are you saying that paranormal TV shows are overdramatic? What? Never. Why would I ever Surely say that? not. I was shoved Never. across the room. Shows himself jumping <laughs> to one side. So a certain, um, I can't actually say his name correctly because I'm so used to making fun of his name by calling him Zach Bagel Bites. <laughs> um, you, but, you took that from another place. I know I did. But um, anyways, so this uh, this investigator was down in the basement and the person who was giving him a tour was like, I'm not going to tell him where it is. I'm going to see if he can figure it out. And Zach goes over and he's like, something happened in this corner. And the guy was like, holy shit, he did it. He found the entrance to the tunnels. Oh and I'm like, I'm pretty sure somebody just told him to go over oh, to that corner. It's over there. <laughs> just like, walk Ooh, over to that corner. Over <laughs> Yeah. Wait, the wall is a different color and the rest Wait, of the wall. This Why is there a weird draft? It's a boy. It's, there's a boy over here. How did he Weird. Know? <laughs> How did you know? Yeah. Anyways, so normally they would not hide the fact that there is an entrance to the tunnel, but apparently they're going to do that in Ghost Adventures. Yeah, so. Well. Mm. <laughs> um, but this uh, this hotel was meant to be like a very very upscale place. Um, so it was like very rich, va- very fancy, glamorous. Um, some notable guests throughout its history were um, Winfield Scott, um, Marquis de Lafayette, and James Audubon. And James Audubon stayed for six months. Really? Just just a fun fact. Was he? Because uh, back then you lived in hotels for a while. Must be nice. I know, right? Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was just thinking that they wouldn't have to take care of the weeds in their yard if they lived in a hotel. <laughs> you can just give me your house. It's okay. Don't worry. You don't need to own property, woman. Just go live in a hotel. <sighs> yeah, it's not really I your mean, property. It's Steve's property. Actually, I, you know what, though? What Casper just said, you don't need to own land. Just live in a hotel. Suddenly, feminism doesn't necessarily sound like a good thing. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me I can order room service and have it brought to me and charge it to my husband's account and not have to worry about it and just everything's fine? <laughs> just everything's fine. Don't even worry about it. It's hard to hear the people mad at me from all the champagne in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Let them eat cake. 
<laughs> just just opens like door with like a red robe and a glass of wine in your hand and be like, mm, yes, darling. I'm so glad we can vote. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> oh, you live in a house. Bless your heart. <laughs> can you get the mow? <laughs> Don't worry, darling. Just take these peaches. Everything will be fine. Don't mind if I do. Oh man. Um, but so this hotel was super, super fancy and had a lot of like famous people come and stay there. Um, so it drew a lot of Northern customers, which you could probably, uh, figure out would piss off a lot of the locals. Um, and this often resorted to lots and lots of violence. So yay, fights. <laughs> I bet fight, the Highlanders fight, were involved, or the, the Scottish Lowlanders were the involved. Scottish Lowlanders <laughs> were definitely involved in the fights. Um, but one of the most famous fights was actually a uh, local town feud between two different people. Um, so it started in 1832, um, and it was in between a local town undesirable named James Stark. Boo, we don't Stark, like him. He's a the dick. king of the north! King of the north. Yeah. We don't know yet. There's one episode left. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. I, I, I heard Stark. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted by thinking about. I just about, went there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how about them hotels? James Stark. So how about Ghosts. that hotel? Gusts. Um. So it was in between this local drunk and undesirable, and the city's doctor, Doctor Minnie's. Um, Doctor Philip Minnie's was actually his name. Um. So this feud went on for a little while um but in august of 1832 uh, it kind of really got to a like heating point between these two men um and one day james was drinking heavily in the hotel bar and he was loudly discussing his dislike for dr minnie's and many reports suggest he was actually using anti-semitic slurs in his like yeah, so just just a real big Kim, dick. Don't Told say you, not anything. a good guy. <laughs> Kim was leaning towards the mic. Kim, no. <laughs> Kim, thoughts? No. <laughs> Savannah was ahead, and then you threw the anti-Semitic thing in there, and <laughs> back down. <laughs> um, but it's okay, because Dr. Minis walked into the bar and shot him point blank, yes! killing him. USA. 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 Good man. USA. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but uh, I have to uh, admit that this is not my joke um, because BuzzFeed Unsolved covered this episode and they brought up a very, very interesting point, which is you have to be a really, really big asshole for your doctor to kill you. <laughs> That's very it's like, true. do no harm. <laughs> yeah, that goes against the Hippocratic Oath. Is that For what that is? For your own yeah, I doctor feel, to murder you. I feel like that's one of those cases, though, that, like, you do. I can, I can picture this playing out in my mind. Like, he walks in. he Like, he hears the guy making the anti-Semitic remark, and he, like, grabs the stethoscope off of his neck and throws it to the ground and is now like, I'm not a doctor anymore. I'm not a doctor <laughs> not anymore. Doctor today. Not for you. <laughs> I won't help the likes of you. You're beyond saving. <laughs> Cocks the gun. But uh, obviously, there were many eyewitnesses to this event, and so Dr. Menes was put on trial. Um, he claimed that he saw James Stark reach for his gun, but several people were like, nah, brah, that did not happen. Um, but it didn't matter, because uh, Dr. Menes was acquitted. Um, because good. no one liked James Stark. <laughs> I don't like James Stark. And they valued having a good doctor over getting justice for this drunk man's death. 
Uh, my, I would like to just point out again that a Jewish doctor mm. saved Savannah once upon a time. So once upon a time, just stick it where the sun don't shine with yeah. your anti-Semitic comments. But wait, it gets better yeah. because of course it does. he was charged, but he was charged with justifiable homicide and an affair of honor. Ooh. That's what he was charged with. That sounds kind of cool. I feel like, and I'm like that's a duel. An affair of yeah, honor. That's an, an affair of honor. Interesting. Um, but like you like that just really says how much of an asshole you are if an entire town is like, meh, good riddance. <laughs> don't worry about you it. You deserved it. Eh. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're fine. It was a justifiable homicide. <laughs> I can think of some people. Yeah. So that is the most famous duel that and violence that has ever happened at this hotel. Um, some other like interesting facts about this hotel was in 1850, uh, uh, sorry, 1851, Peter Wiltberger bought the city hotel and put a live lion and lioness <laughs> on display in the in the lobby just to draw attention. That would do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't see any way that that could end any way nope. other than well. Other than murder. Yeah, and we actually don't know how that ends because that's the only information I could find about that. So Which is like one They were just sentence. there. Yep. There are lions in there. Okay, next. There were lions <laughs> there at one point. Um, then in 1860, a man named James Sinclair, sorry, James Sinclair, moved from New York in search of work, but the locals pressured him uh, to leave because he was a northerner and they didn't like him. Um, he refused several times, so eventually the locals stripped him, beat him within an inch of his life, and attempted to lynch him. Told you I he didn't survived. like Georgia. But interestingly, <gasps> he was a white man. Oh. Not a good thing or a bad thing. It just wasn't about race. Yeah. They just didn't like the dude. I, I'm telling you, the, the South, even today, does not seem to like the North. And I, I have something to I have a story to back this up we were coming through Georgia on our way home from Florida and we were listening to like a local radio show it was like a gardening radio show or something and this lady called in and was asking the DJ well I wonder if you can help me with my azaleas because my cousin has some but she lives up north and her azaleas are just beautiful and I have to admit I have a little bit of Yankee envy. <laughs> so oh, good. that Southern hatred of the North, I'm pretty sure is alive and well. <laughs> probably in some areas. Probably a lot of others are progressive and aren't like that, but eh, probably in some. I love the way that you have such a, a hopeful. Casper is like my foil. Well, because it's bad <laughs> to say like, I know the Southern hates the North. <laughs> that sounds like a, a crazy Grandma, which you are not. You're a reasonable grandma. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. I, I don't hate Georgia. You sound like you're going to You're learning yourself. to love. Jo- you're learning to love Georgia. I, do, I don't like judgmental people, probably because I am one. <laughs> we'll go to Georgia together sometime and we'll have fun. If they say I, you should face your issues, right? Face them head don't on. Don't worry. We can go to the Moon River Brewery. All yeah. right. Oh, I did a hop on, hop off tour in Savannah, and th- yeah. this is just a little story, but there's a statue. Um, so Savannah's a port town, 
and we're driving along the ocean and there's a statue of a woman waving like a towel in the air and i guess her sweetheart went off to war and every day um yeah after he left yeah every day after he left she would stand there and wave a towel and when like a ship of um soldiers came back and he never came back and he like died out in sea right i don't think she knows see my brain went to like oh shoot like he found someone and just left he just left her she did that every day until she died that's so sad. Yeah. Don't people say, like, she's a ghost, too? Like, they see her Maybe. still standing there? I'm not sure. I just I don't know. I thought I heard that. I just remember seeing the statue. It was one of those, like, hmm. 10 a.m. old people hop on, hop off tours. It was fun. But I don't think they would have been like, and there's a ghost. <laughs> and now there's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Old people don't like being reminded of ghosts. Because they're going to face their own mortality. Unless they're me and weird. Yep. They're going to be a ghost. And I'm like, ooh, a ghost? Count me in. <laughs> I'm going to be dead in three days, and I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, see? It's okay. You can haunt us. Right? This will be a very short podcast. We're going to be dead. (laughs) Next episode, you're dead. So (laughs) You won't have to kill me, Georgia. I'm going (laughs) to... Universe is going to take care of that for you. Yep. Universe is going to do it for you. Please don't die. I feel so bad. (laughs) I don't... I mean, I theoretically have control over that, but I'm not going to off myself, so I I really don't have much control over that. Anyway, so there were lions. Anyways, so the lions, yes. Um, so there were rumors that I kind of lied about there being no slaves in my story because I forgot about this point. Oh. Um, but this it's unproven, so who knows? Um, there were rumors that slaves were kept in the basements, um, but that remains unproven. So, hmm. So probably. So probably. Um, But uh, in 1864, the hotel officially closed its doors, and that was due to General... Kim, I'm going to need your help on this one. How do you pronounce General uh, Sherman's first name? Like, Tesks? Spell it for me. T-E-C-U-M-S-E-H. Tecumseh! Yep, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's an Ohio word. (laughs) <laughs> it is. see i knew you would know it is. yeah general tecumseh sherman so i'm just gonna go with general sherman there you only go. he was doing his famous uh union army march, march through uh through georgia because he was doing his uh, march towards the sea um yeah so that was a fun thing that was happening during that time um but by the time that general sherman reached savannah the city was almost near, like completely evacuated and deserted which meant it was spared from war and like actual fighting which meant most of the buildings are still standing um which is why we still have like these really cool old haunted buildings which is why i think it might be one of the most haunted places mm-hmm. because a lot of the old buildings are still standing because it didn't really see battle Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was some pretty. Well, we'll talk about that next week. That's not I mean, necessarily. I could be wrong. No, no, it didn't see battle, but it did lose a lot of uh, men. There were a lot of men that left Savannah to go fight. Mm, so sure, there were a sure. lot of women and children sense. left alone, and they actually kind of wanted war, which we'll talk about next week. Hmm, interesting. So great for the architecture, bad for the people. Yeah. Cool. Um, So after, so yeah, so the union, um, so yeah, the city hotel was saved um, while General Sherman was marching through. 
Um, after this, it was converted into a hospital known as the River Battery Hospital, which was a Confederate hospital, but it was also rumored that it helped soldiers from both sides. Um, and I say help loosely because, you know, it was a hospital <laughs> during Civil War. They tried. Medical, yeah. <laughs> Medical <laughs> prowess wasn't at the top of its game. At least it wasn't like Battlefield. Oh, that's true. Here, bite down on this cork and take a swig of whiskey while I cut your leg off. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It was, here, bite down on this stick and take a swig of whiskey while of I cut your leg off. But you can be in a bed. <laughs> we have the moonshine upstairs. Come on. Yeah. Just let me run down to the bar and grab the moonshine. <laughs> and uh, you're in a bed now. And you have a roof. So you're a little better. Yeah. Less, less infection. Less infection. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Um, but after this, um, it actually stayed as a hospital and was used in uh, Savannah's several yellow fever outbreaks, which meant lots of patients died within its walls, most of them being children. Oh. oh. Shoot. Yeah. You don't happen yeah. to know, like, an estimate of people that died? Mm. No. It, like, records weren't kept very well. So You know what I do know, though? There is nothing creepier than a kid ghost. No, no. Holy crap. Oh, don't no. worry. We'll get there. Yeah, no, no. Oh. That freaks me out more than anything. We're just in the history portion. We'll get to said ghosts. I'm sure at some point we're going to have to, if we get a Facebook page and a Twitter and an Instagram and all that, we're going to mm-hmm. have to put the twins up. They're yeah. terrifying. We're They're alive talk about my twins. and they scare me. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about the twins. I have uh, twin granddaughters. They're four. Blonde hair, blue eyed, like the whitest oh like white see-through white that you can picture and they're just spooky little girls but they're so sweet they're they're, well you'll hear more about the twins don't you worry (laughs) i mentioned that i uh work seasonally at a haunted house and my haunt character is just basically uh a black-eyed kid um and i like run around the haunt and like sing and skip and giggle and have just a grand old time um because apparently that's terrifying to people yeah, it, it should is. also be noted that I'm like five foot one, 90 pounds. So I'm often mistaken as like a child in haunt settings. So it was uh, very entertaining. <laughs> I bet. <clears throat> yeah, kids are kids are terrifying. I, I agree. This is probably the part where I should say that I my home is a daycare center. <laughs> and that yeah. I take care of, rock, of approximately eight children. All day, gremlins, gremlins, gremlins. I eat my worst nightmare. (laughs) So now you guys understand why I am the way that I am, and why now we get it. Bitter and angry at the world because I take care of children. Children, children. At least they're not sick children with yellow fever. Yeah, at least they're all alive. Yeah, no, I haven't had yellow fever come through yet. Rotavirus. That's good. Rotavirus. The flu. Norovirus. Head, hand, foot, and mouth. No yellow fever lice? yet. No, knock on wood. I've never, in four years, I've never had lice. I mean, Knock on I, wood no. hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, get lice too. out of my hair. <laughs> oh, I bet. All right, so, uh, okay. Okay, so, yeah. <sighs> so, after it was a hospital, um, it became several various, like, general stores, warehouses, offices for a while. Um, and then it was completely abandoned, and it sat abandoned for 20 years until 1995. Oh, that's um, so sad. And I bet, yeah. you know, what makes me really sad about stuff like that is that the 
like the architecture of the time when this place was built, it, especially if it, well, maybe not once it was a hospital. But I imagine that, that w- there was probably a lot of beautiful old wood, probably marble, mm-hmm. like really probably beautiful inside. And it's just left to rot. And that that's just a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't make places yeah. like that anymore. Well, fear not. Oh, good. Because it was uh, it was bought in 1995 <clears throat> and became, uh, was renovated into becoming the Moon River Brewing Company. However... Only the first two floors and the basement are actually in use. The third and fourth floor remain unrenovated in its original state. I mean, dilapidated and old and falling apart because it was abandoned for 20 years. But in original state, because the ghosts won't let them (gasps) renovate. What? Wow. What happens if they Mm -hmm. try to? I will get there. (gasps) Which leads us to the ghosts. I'm so excited. I'm so so afraid for like the people there. Because like, if it's. I mean, is it safe? Like, is, oh, like is the, the floors? Yeah, yeah, like, is the floor going to... They wouldn't let people up there if it was not safe. No, but I mean, is the floor going to... Like, the third floor going to come through the ceiling of the second floor? And I, I'm sure everything's yeah, to Because if you're uh, opening, yeah, like, you a restaurant... Yeah, you have to do inspection and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. It's it's a functioning restaurant, okay. like... <laughs> and, like, lots and lots of, like, ghost teams and paranormal activity, like like hunters go and mm-hmm. so up there all the time so, the, so they wouldn't let people up there the ghosts will let people eat just not renovate yeah yes you can eat <laughs> gotcha. down here here my space go away so what Seems i'm gonna fair. do is i'm actually gonna give you some just general stuff that happens everywhere and then i'm actually gonna go floor by floor Ooh. um yeah fun times so just some general stuff is that uh staff have encountered on, on several occasions bottle and uh sorry bottles plural and silverware being thrown which is oddly specific um because like bottles i get it it's a bar um but like just the silverware just like pelting you with forks constantly (laughs) (laughs) how (laughs) these seem like my kind of ghosts (laughs) yeah just like here take a spoon want a spoon (laughs) just like flings it at you from across the room (laughs) um there are also lots and lots of sighting of shadow people and Lots Ooh. of patrons have reported being touched, pushed, and slapped. I don't like any of Fun those things. Times. None of them? No. So up on the fourth floor, there is uh, a lady in white who is known to be kind of a bitch. Um, she is the reason why the third and fourth floor can't be renovated. Um, one and ghost? She, one ghost. Yeah. She's a stubborn she, old woman. <laughs> She will steal tools and have them go missing, and they'll appear in other random places. Um, she also will undo work that's already been done. So, like, you'll, you'll, like, actually start working, and then you'll, like, leave, and then come back, and the work will be done, like, undone. She is so petty. Could you imagine the boss of those employees? Like, I swear yeah. I did this. <laughs> that being fair, like, I would also, if I was an employee, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. The ghost must have not done, like, undo my work. <laughs> the ghost I did it. I, I promise I did it. <laughs> That's true. I'd probably play that. I wasn't taking an eight-hour nap. I was definitely not napping. There, there was a woman of white, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what she's most famous for is pushing people downstairs. <gasps> That's fun. Oh. Super fun. I don't like that. Um, That's not good. But up on the fourth floor is, so there's the woman in white and lots of ghost children. 
I told you they'd come back. Uh. They've been here. Like, you can hear them playing and running around. It's also thought that the kids might steal a lot of the tools and undo a lot of the work, too. So, um, so wait, the woman in white is on the same floor as the kids? Mm-hmm. So it's I like get it. daycare. I get it. It's like yeah. your daycare. We are, yeah. Pardon the pun, but we are kindred spirits. Now you understand yep. why she's so angry. I understand. Yep. <laughs> the woman in white. She's <laughs> like, get the fuck away <laughs> from my ghost kids. She's my spirit animal. That all makes sense now. Just pushing people downstairs to keep them away from her ghost kids. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because there's no, like, story about, like, where she came from. I wonder if she, if she's a woman in white and she's surrounded by all these kids. I wonder if she was, like, a nurse or something, like, Could be. somebody who actually oh, took care maybe. of them. That would make sense. Why she's so protective. And why she's yeah. wearing white. Yeah. And why she's wearing white, yeah. Hmm. I mean, lots of ghosts wear white. Casper that's just a weird it. thing ghosts do. They figured out the but grind. It could <laughs> be. She could be a nurse. Yeah. So, moving down to the third floor, um... In the 1980s, or sorry, not 1980s, in the 1900s, when it was first being renovated, um, the foreman's wife came to bring him lunch one day, and uh, she was pushed down the stairs by an unseen force, which a lot of people think were this was this woman. Um, so, but, so she's on the third and fourth floor? Yes. But oh. people also wonder if it was James Stark, because that was generally where he was shot. Um it's very unclear where he was shot. Like some stories say it was in the main bar. Some say it's upstairs. Some say it was in hallways. Like there are various places that people think James Stark, like Stark got shot. And so this is one of the areas. And so people are wondering if it was his spirit too. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. So it was one of the two did that. But fun fact, it's rumored that the foreman um, gave his resignation on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Which fair. Yeah. That's very fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't say My I wife him. got pushed downstairs. I'm out. I bet she made him. Just, I'm out. Just, honey, I got pushed down these stairs. You get me out of here right now. I, mean, oh, I would fair. totally do that. Absolutely. I see a big enough spider. I'm saying that same thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Get me the heck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't Yeah. I understand everybody involved in this story. I understand the woman yeah. in white. I understand the foreman's wife. I get them both. <laughs> All the women in the story just like I get you, man. Right. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, moving down, so those are the top floors, which are mostly just the woman in white, the ghost children. Um and that's why like people can't do work up there is because the work just can't be done. Um, but then you move down to the area that's actually turned into a restaurant now. Um, so the second floor, um, many people have seen glowing white apparitions, um, which have been, uh, sorry, let me read my actual notes. Jeez. A glowing white apparition has been seen on the restaurant's upper floors, which believed to be a hotel worker who died in the late 1800s. Um, this is also another place where people think James Stark's ghost appears because, again, various locations of the actual shooting. Um, and so a lot of people say they see a man up in the upper floor of the restaurant um, in, like, old-timey wear. Um, so they think it might be him. Still still prowling. Still still being an asshole. <laughs> like he do. Pushing people down the stairs. <clears throat> the owner claimed uh, to at one point see a little girl dressed in white running around, which my question is, why does this kid not hang out with the other kids on the fourth floor? Maybe they don't like, like her. Are there ghost oh. clicks? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, she's the outcast ghost. She, she's, she's the weird ghost. We don't talk about her. Right. Poor little ghost girl. <laughs> Poor little ghost girl. Maybe she's just socially awkward like someone <laughs> I knew growing up. That wasn't me. Huh. <laughs> I had a hard time making friends. 
wasn't you at all. I can't relate to her. The other ghost girls wouldn't let you yeah, hang out cool. with them. I just didn't you know can't how to make sit friends. with them. I mean, the ghost didn't know how to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, I swear. On Wednesday, we were white. <laughs> You're right. Actually, every day of the week, because we're ghosts. Actually, every day we were white. <laughs> Weird, because we're ghosts, huh? Yeah. Anyways, so now onto the main floor. Um, so at one point, a woman who looked like she was from the 1800s um, was seen walking across a very crowded bar by several different people. And the bartender thought she was just a reenactor, an actress, um, and she approached the bar. And so he went to go ask her what she wanted to drink. However, when he approached her, she vanished on the spot Whoa. in front of several eyewitnesses. She has also been seen at the top of the stairs leading to the second story um, by the manager who asked if she needed any help. And when she didn't respond, he went up to, like, investigate further because the restaurant was closed at the time. And he's like, hey, get out. Um, So he went up to investigate and she vanished when he tried to approach her again. Nope. She got out. She got out. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Sort of. Sort (laughs) of. Ish. At one point, a policeman was walking through um, doing, like, just a check of the bar after it was closed, and there was a replica phone booth in one of the corners, and he saw a Union soldier standing in the phone booth. But fun fact, he only saw the top half of him. Ah! It was just torso up. No. I don't like that. (gasps) The way he described it was, like, I saw a button and then another button, and then it just dissipated into nothing. Well, at least there weren't entrails. Oh, that's true. Could have been worse. Yeah. So one of my favorite uh, stories I was able to find was um, this, like, uh, blogger was talking about his own experiences here, and he was on a date at one point, and his date excused herself to go and use the restroom, and she was gone for about, like, 10 minutes, and so he kind of just assumed she left him, yeah, or, like, was, like, having a real rough time in the bathroom, or just, like, straight up just ditched him and left. Only she eventually came back, and she was in tears. And he was like, well, what's wrong? And she was basically like, I can't tell you. You're going to think I'm crazy, all this stuff. And he was like, no, 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 try me. Apparently, she had gone to the bathroom and tried to leave the stall, and it had locked her in. There was no way that she, like, she had undone the latch and everything, but she could not open the door. And she was banging and screaming, but no one could hear her over the, like, din of the restaurant. Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I already so, don't like using public restrooms. Ooh. Imagine someone took a dump right next to you. And <laughs> you're stuck in the stall. Smell like poop. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Voting Myrtle. This is the worst. I would have cr- um, I would have tried. I, if, I don't know. Some stalls go all the way to the floor. But if this one didn't, I I totally would have crawled out underneath. Just crawled out. I don't yeah. care how dirty the floor is. How could your six foot tall body fit under that, though? I don't think I could fit. I would have made it. I forced. <laughs> I would have made it through. <laughs> Apparently, this woman just gave up. She just like was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna stay here for the rest of the night." Just sit down and on so the toilet she just, like, and cry. Gave up. And that's when the bathroom door opened and let her out. Is Aww. when she just was like, "Fine, I just I guess I guess I'll just stay here." That's bullying. And they were like, "Okay, uh, it's not fun anymore. We'll let you go." Like, so this woman's clearly in distress and upset and the waitress comes by and notices that this poor woman is in distress and asks her what's wrong and the woman kind of sheepishly retells the story and the waitress says oh yeah you're not the first one to get stuck there ghosts like to hang around the woman's restroom for some reason uh so i feel like there needs to be a disclaimer on the door before you go in 
hey, BT Dubs, you might get locked in right? here. Right? You might be locked in here. Don't worry. It's a ghost. Don't just worry. Sit down. definitely a ghost. Just sit down at the toilet and wait a minute and they'll go away. Just give up. Don't give them any, like, joy out of the whole situation. They're just bullying you. What you need to do is sit on the toilet and make really weird noises. So then mm-hmm. the ghost that's holding the door shut feels very uncomfortable. <laughs> Out weird the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> just start talking to them. Like, Tell them your life story. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, like, I would just like start like divulging all of my like life traumas and everything and just be like, so when I was eight, this is what happened. And just start like oversharing to the ghost. And that like, would I just like die all them. over again. <laughs> yeah. Just, ah, oh, damn, this is not what I want. You're not fun. <laughs> What am I doing with my and that life? And then when it lets you open the door, wait, where are you going? <laughs> wait, no where are you going? I have more. <laughs> so I'm going to tell the story and then ask my girlfriend if I can keep this story in. Um, but basically, my girlfriend, um, they love uh, ghosts and everything, same as me. Um, but I have a lot better experience with ghosts. Um, uh, they just are a lot more attracted to me, and we could never really figure out why. And so a while ago, uh, Maddie, my girlfriend, um, they were like talking to this random ghost in this like church basically and was like, why do none of the ghosts like me? And this basically like priest came to them and was like, it's because you come on too strong. Oh, you're a little too desperate for us. And the ghost was like, I'm going to help you learn how to calm down. (laughs) Then the ghost will talk to you. And it's worked. Like... The ghost Aww. talked to them now, so... What a kindly old priest. Oh, yeah. Here, let Just, me help you I'm out. I'm gonna help you learn how to calm down. <laughs> you come on too strong for the ghosts. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I need to meet this guy. <laughs> Maybe he can help me in I my life. I think it's somewhere in St. Louis. I love St. Louis. The priest? Yeah. 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 Oh. I mean... I wonder if he helps with other things besides ghosts. Like, can you just tell me to calm down in general? <laughs> can you just generally just What's tell me to calm down? What's with you finding ghosts to listen to your problems? <laughs> ghosts don't judge. Oh, well, I guess That's ghosts free do therapy. judge. I, right? No, ghosts judge. <laughs> Trust me, ghosts judge. We can all judge together, ghosties. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, moving on to the basement. The funnest of all the places. Of course. So there are actually more ghost children down in the basement. There's just more down there. Um, and they play with the pool table down in the basement. So you'll put balls out and you'll see small shadow figures like move the balls around and roll them across the table. That's um, people have also seen the balls roll just by themselves with no, like nothing around them. Do they, th- um, do they throw the balls or do they at least, are they at least respectful enough to keep them on the table? I didn't hear anything about them throwing balls. Good, Good kids. Good kids. Good ghost children. It's the lady in white, that nanny, who's really keeping them, right? keeping them in She's check. She's like, you throw that ball. I'm going to put you in timeout. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so back to that tunnel that I mentioned. This is where people see spirits disappear into that point of the wall. Um, so even though it was like it's currently covered up, they see like shadow figures just like walk into that portion of the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Um, during a tour group, um, a woman who was like near this area began panicking and she claimed that her entire right side of her body went numb and ice cold and she could hear voices inside of her head, several voices. Um, and the episode did not end until they got her off the property, not even away from the basement, just literally off the property. It's a big old cup of nope. 
Yeah, yeah. big old cup of nope. Mm. However, they think this happens because a figure known as Toby is in the basement. And Toby oh. is known as a young boy. He is a little shadowy figure. Spoiler mm. alert, Toby's not a little boy, guys. Demon? He's definitely a demon. Uh, <coughs> uh, I don't like Toby's. I actually have a ghost who was nicknamed Toby, who was my friend for a while, and he also was strangely characterized as a little boy. I bet he was a What's demon. I know, that's what I was thinking. Mm, not that one. I've never met a he Toby. He was a nice one. I've never met a Toby. I've had some not nice ghost friends, and I've had some actually nice ghost friends. Toby was one of the nice ones. But my Toby, not this Toby. This Toby's an asshole. Tell me more about this Toby. So, yeah, so he's described as a little boy. Um, so people have actually seen a little boy figure. Um, they also have seen him as, like, a shadow figure. Also, like, young boy height. Um, there's also a very interesting part of the episode uh, of Ghost Adventures that I was watching where they were like, so a woman, or like, oh, what was she? She was a, um, gotta read my notes. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't write it. Good for me. I think she was like a like author or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in the restaurant and she had some sort of episode happen. And in the episode, they like in the actual episode that I was watching, they were like, now it's a really big thing that she's coming to talk to you because it was super traumatic and it was it's super brave that she's going to come talk to you. So she deserves your utmost respect for her, her to even come back down here. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, shit, what happens? Because like. Ghosts can do some fucked up stuff to you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've heard some really bad stories and experienced some bad stories of, like, things that can happen to you when ghosts get pissed off. So I'm like, oh, no. She was just choked. That's it. Uh, just choked? Yeah. I've... Okay. I choked like... on the gusher once, and that was pretty terrifying. <laughs> I got a fishbone stuck in my throat earlier today, and I hated it. Oh, that would be horrible. I mean, it was oh, Yeah, but, little, like, people are being thrown downstairs oh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This woman literally just walked through a doorway and felt a pressure on her neck. Uh, that's not the worst, but that would freak me out. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to come back. Mm. I'm okay. I've never experienced anything, so for me, that would be maybe horrifying. maybe I'm just numb. Yeah, you're you're probably just numb to it. Maybe I'm just numb. It just seemed very overplayed to me where I'm just like, real, that's all that happened? Oh, okay. You know, some hmm. people like For being TV- choked, but hey, <laughs> yeah. you know. For a TV show, I could see where if, like, that's your big finale. Yeah. But if it was, yeah. like, you had told me that, which I think you have before. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why. It's because I have been choked by, like, ghosts and stuff, and I'm, like, compared to some of the stuff they've – done in other like instances that like that's not that bad Hmm. yeah yeah anyways (laughs) so yeah that happened um but it was interesting because a bartender also like during that experience saw a shadowy figure crouching in the corner for about like five minutes in the same location that like the event had happened where this woman had gotten choked Mm -hmm. um also a certain paranormal investigator claimed to be possessed by toby in the basement um, and yeah, so all that being said is a lot of people don't think Toby is actually a little boy. Toby is definitely a demon. Or else a really, like, or really he's violent. He's terrible jerk. twos. Right. Yeah. He's a jerk little boy. He's a little jerk. <laughs> he's a cactus. Um, <laughs> he's a cactus. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, this uh, this place was featured on many, many different places, including Seafies uh, uh, or sci-fi channel, <laughs> uh, Ghost Hunters, PBC's American Most Haunted Places, uh, CNN's Halloween segment, Southern Haunts, and BuzzFeed Unsolved, wow. just to name a few that you can watch. Um, it is located on 21 West Bay Street, if you want to actually go see it, and uh, it is featured in Savannah's Haunted Pub Crawl, which is everything I love in one sentence. We're yes. doing it. So much fun. When we go to Savannah, that's at the top of our list. Yes. Okay. Just booze, booze and booze. 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 Booze and booze. Okay. And that is the story of the Moon River Brewery. <laughs> Thank you. I loved that story. Fantastic. Sorry, right, really top that, Jackie. Um, I have nothing prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably good because we've been at it for a while. Yeah. How do you wrap this up? Uh, those are our stories. For real, part one. Yeah, the part one. We hope so, you enjoyed yeah, it. So, yeah, next week. Um, so, obviously, it was just me and Kim talking this week. Um, so, next week, Kim's going to give the other half of the history, and Jackie's going to give a story. And then the week after that, me and Jackie are both going to give a story. So, Woo-woo. yay. Murder. I need to figure out what I'm going to do for my second story. I need to figure out what I'm doing for my first story. So There we go. Yeah. So, you got two to prepare for. <laughs> yeah. So, uh like I said, we actually do. We have an email. It's mile13show at gmail.com. I will screen all the emails so that you two don't get your feelings hurt. <laughs> cool. yeah. um, but Thank you. seriously, for real, especially for me, if I uh, offended anybody, let me know as kindly as yeah. possible. Um, if I got my history wrong, let me know. I will address it on the next show, uh, hopefully. Uh, we, uh, we are not sure. I will address it at some point. Um, we're yeah. not sure how our recording schedule is going to go. Um, if you liked our show, please tell your friends about us uh, and please. and um, spread the word because this is our first our first foray into podcasting and our first show, and we would like to do more than just sit in my basement and talk to you. Yeah, I ourselves. would not like or to yeah, do talk to ourselves because I would like to talk to you, not us. We, we yeah. talk to ourselves all the time. I would say, like, no one's going to listen to this except for my mom. And I was like, even she's not going to listen to it. Like, maybe <laughs> my not girlfriend my will listen to it. <laughs> but, like, I definitely have already, like, part of my research process is to tell my girlfriend everything I'm learning. Where I'm like, ooh, there's a ghost. <laughs> so, like, Maddie already knows all the stories. So we have three listeners so far. Yeah. All of our significant others. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. we'd like to make that four. If you're out four there. Four would be nice. Let us know. Because we can't count on parrots. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, my mom probably won't listen. No, I'm not. I'm not even telling the people at work the name of this podcast. Because yeah. they'll make oh, fun I will. of me. No, they won't. Oh, they'll make fun of me, but I still will. I. The graphic design job. The haunted house people are going to love the <laughs> fact that I'm doing this podcast. Steve's yeah. mom. Steve's mom would not approve. <laughs> yeah. She's. Yeah. She's, my parents. She's an don't angel of a human. Like, the, she's. I don't even know. She's ethereal and wonderful, and she uh, she would be mortified at some of this. My mom cried when I told her I wanted to learn how to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> my nephew oh, Jay and my man. niece Val probably listen. So we have, <laughs> as we name off every single five person, listeners. <laughs> start list like listing off. So like, to yeah, the five I of could you. probably. <laughs> Tell, tell I should friends. probably mention before I state this that I am kidding. I am not actually part of a real coven, but I like refer to all of my friends as coven. 
Um, so I'm going to say that the coven will definitely listen to this. <laughs> Dude, we have a coven that's going to listen. Coven. We, you Tell have your coven. friends. Yeah, coven. Hashtag out coven there. life. <laughs> All right. So again, mile 13 at gmail.com. Also, uh, in addition to telling us how poorly or bad or, or how great we're doing, I was getting how to much that. You love us. How poorly or wonderfully we are doing. If you have a city that you would like us to cover, please let us know. Yes. Uh, if your city has something awesome in it that you would like us to cover, please let us know. Uh, also, if you if you happen to be in, uh, in a band or own a restaurant or anything like that mm-hmm. in a city that you would like us to cover, make sure to include that information as well. Yeah. All right. Also, if you have any personal stories of any towns we've already covered, um, like if you are from Savannah and you're like, hey, I've been to the Moon River Brewery and I saw a ghost there, write us in. We'd love to hear about that. Yeah. That's Absolutely. a good point. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right. Savannah episode one. Savannah Thanks. episode one. We out. See ya. And we out. Bye. Bye.